This podcast is sponsored by Aurora Packaging Solutions, a global packaging solutions provider leading the transition to a more sustainably packaged future. They specialize in developing packaging and visual communication solutions that reduce the impact on the environment and bring sustainability goals to life. With a focus on partnership and service, they create a custom solution for your business. To learn more, please visit www.orapackaging.com. Welcome to Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors. Today's guest is Lisa Hennessy, who's the founder and creative director of Fenway. How are you? Hi, Corey. I'm great. Thank Good. you. And I'm sorry if I said the name of your company wrong. It's it's a unique pronunciation. Can you say it for us so we all really know what it says? Well, in the German version of saying it would be Fanvi. Uh, and it's kind of like a longing <laughs> for distant places and an urge to explore. Well, that's a wonderful story. And it makes sense why you are located where you're located. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you got started and then re- reveal later where you live and we'll all be jealous? <laughs> sure, I'd love to. Um, I'm from Berlin originally, and I think I left uh, and moved to LA at some point because I was cold. Um, but to lean a little more in the professional background, I in big international ad agencies for a really, really long time, much too long, probably. Uh, it was kind of fun. And when you're in like, your early 20s, it's all shiny and cool. And I worked for VW as head of art for a long time and got to travel the world and um, shoot with American uh, fantastic photographers and directors and see all kinds of cool, cool locations. But at some point, you kind of get that realization of how sustainable is this and uh, <laughs> why do we keep lying to people to buy more stuff in a world that clearly doesn't need more stuff right. so on that journey from being a creative director in in Europe first I worked in London for a while and in Amsterdam and Stockholm and Berlin and then in LA in the even bigger ad agencies at some point it just really felt like I can't I can't face this <laughs> this ego driven bro world anymore and I really wanted to work with people who cared, who shared my values and who applied empathy and actually listened to their clients. <laughs> so yeah. that led me to starting Fanvi. And I was in LA for, for a few years and then the pandemic happened and we all packed up and uh, closed the studio downtown LA and moved to Kauai. That's where I am right now. That's the <laughs> maybe slightly jealousy inducing location. <laughs> Well, it's a beautiful place that you live, and it sounds like you've got an amazing background. It's exciting. So can you tell us what makes your agency unique? What What are you all about? I think that background plays a yeah. role in it. Like it's that big international brand knowledge that, that I've worked on for almost 20 years, it feels like now. I bring that now and make that accessible to small brands and startups who are starting something new that's really meaningful and who could probably not afford to work with a big agency like that. And then I think what we what we do so differently than all these agencies, or I, I think at least, <laughs> I hope it's true, <laughs> is we really care and we really listen and we really like to collaborate, not only with other great creatives, but also with our clients, because that's the people who actually know all the story, all the details about what they're building. And um, in the agency world, it often feels like they they kind of put over there in the corner and so much ego comes through that feels like we know better and we just tell you how it's going to go. And instead of doing that, we just, we really try to be partners of, 
our clients and help them along this really scary entrepreneurial journey sometimes and kind of hold their hands through that early stage scary stuff where you have to focus on so many things and branding is mostly not something that everyone's an expert in. So we do that. Um, and we really like to get a really deep strategic foundation going first. So we want to understand your story, your values, where someone's coming from, but also the cultural moment in time. And then on top of that, we can build something truly unique, truly authentic to whatever brand it is. And um, that's anything from a brand launch right from the start, kind of a rebrand for clients who are ready to pivot into a more sustainable future with us. Or we right. just do brand campaigns or photo shoots and video shoots and all those good things in between. <laughs> That's excellent. Are you finding a lot of your your clients are focusing on sustainable movements now, like including packaging? I mean, you have to, right? I feel yeah. like it's, it's more <laughs> and more of a of a conversation that you have to have with every client. When we started out, it was a little harder than that because often it was the the companies who didn't have big budgets. But nowadays, I think big companies are being forced to think, rethink what they're doing because right. of the transparency of that age of technology that we're in, right? So people are not satisfied with the lies of my previous career of like advertising world where you just like hide all the bad stuff and tell them the shiny version of the thing. Nowadays, I think people want to know what's actually going on behind the curtains. And sustainability is a, is a huge factor for that. Yeah. People, companies would say, oh, look over here. We're doing something good. Yeah. yeah. But, but don't worry about this stuff. That's not as important, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so much of that is greenwashing, right? I'm sure you know all this. It's you, the name and the colors are all like from, from my, as a creative director, from my standpoint, that's, I see that a lot. Like, And it's so, so sad sometimes because I feel like people are ready to go along on the journey with you. Like we encourage our brands that we work with to be open and transparent. And sometimes the sustainability that they want to achieve isn't really doable in that very moment when they're just starting out, when maybe it's not as accessible the materials that they want or not financially viable, but at least having that mission and bringing people along on that journey to like keep keeping up with research and keeping up with development. Like we, we call our branding process circular because we feel like it's not something that's just like a one and done thing, but instead it's, it's something you always have to work towards. Your brand is like the North star. And when part of that vision for it is sustainability, and I think it has to be, then, um, Packaging might not be perfect from the start, but it'll certainly be something that will keep developing towards being as sustainable as possible and maybe even more so than just sustainable. I hope for more regenerative materials and more things that that not just take from the planet. I feel like we've done that for a really long time now. It's time to return the favor and give back a little bit. So hopefully there's a, there's a good progress in the future, right? Oh, absolutely. And I can assure you there's a huge amount of progress coming. It's very exciting to be a part of the packaging world today. I've been in this industry for 24 years and I've never seen this many innovations in sustainable packaging, this many new ideas, this many new laws saying, hey, you're going to be sustainable, like it or not, <laughs> which is good. It's time. It's like you said, we. it's time to fix some some previous uh, mistakes and, and do a better job. 
Can you tell us about maybe a, a client of yours that you really felt passionately about, hey, this is a real sustainable initiative that they came up with or we came up with with them? I mean, yes, definitely. There's there's a few we're working on, but all, all of them I feel like have challenges and are not perfect yet. But I love that they're willing to go on that journey with us and bring their customers along. I think it's anything from like we worked with an incredible sunscreen company that really wanted to redefine what like clean sunscreen even means because so much of that, again, is like that whole greenwashing of it says it's really friendly. And then when you read the ingredients, it's clearly not. So not only did they create a product that's outstanding, but also they were ready to like go beyond just re-friendly. And they, they are partnering with some great companies on on Hawaii and otherwise where where they rebuilding reefs and they are doing beach cleanups and all kinds of things. So for them, it was like an interesting challenge for us to come up with the most sustainable packaging. And my first instinct was to say, okay, glass, and then we make it refillable in local stores. That sounds really nice. Getting glass to Hawaii is not so easy. <laughs> um, and then also their main, their main target are the luxury resorts who would never let you take glass bottles to yeah. um, a pool or anything like that. So we ended up working with Ocean Waste Plastic, which is a really great starting point, I feel like. like. It makes me really happy to see what they do. And I think it's so important right now. But my problem is with that, like where's the circularity of this? Like who guarantees that this, beautiful bottle doesn't end up back in the ocean afterwards. And then we just have to keep fishing it out and keep remaking it. So I'm hoping that there will be something better in the future that is FDA approved and healthy and clean and all the, all the good things. But for now, I think this is the best that we came up with and it feels really important what they do. And it's wonderful to watch them grow. Another really cool one that we work with is a really small, but really lovely and mighty ice cream company. They, they, love they invented the term beyond organic. And it feels really true because they work with local farmers here. So we support all the regenerative farming that's going on and they're about to open their first physical location. So we're trying to make that as zero waste as possible. But again, it's really challenging with, glass what containers do you use do you just have like a, a cone on hand that's the most sustainable thing right and <laughs> right. how do you take it home right. so it's an ongoing challenge i want to say but it's been really rewarding to see these companies make a big difference and care so much about their communities and the planet and just are so willing to go beyond what's like in the budget and maybe easy and I think it's always that, right? It's that extra step that you have to go. And sometimes it's not convenient and it's not cheap. So I'm always thrilled to find clients that are just so excited to do that. That's a great point. It, it's it's not easy to do what we're, what we're trying to do. And a lot of people don't understand. Why does this take six months? Why does this take nine months to think all this through? And it's because it's unique. We've It's not been done before, or we're trying something different, or we're looking at things a different way. And that that requires patience. And that's I think that's my main message here is education and patience. Like, give us some time. We got to work on this together and we'll all help solve some of these problems. Will that ice cream shop be on the big island or on, on your on Kauai? Um, they are on Kauai right now, but we'll see where it goes. we like to visit maui occasionally and uh, so if there's everyone over there let us know (laughs) absolutely i will do (laughs) so tell us about the future of sustainable packaging do you think like you mentioned glass is that is that possible to to make uh glass packaging on the on the islands there or is it just you need to focus on more 
recyclable plastics and, and paper items? I mean, recycling is a big problem by itself that I, I probably don't have to go into right now, especially on a on a place like we are at now. Even in California, though, where we were before, it's difficult. Like LA doesn't have composting. So when all these great biodegradable cups and food containers came out, everyone felt like free to use them constantly. And then when you ask where they even go, it, it's not so bright and shiny anymore, right? So. Yep. I do hope that there's more and more stores that offer zero waste options where you can come with your own containers and things are refillable. But in general, I think when I think about the future of sustainable packaging or the future of any of these things, it feels to me like there's there's a lot of room for collaboration and more transparency because this is like a common goal that we all have. Like all these companies have, of course, their profit margins and their their yearly turnaround that they have to fulfill and all that. But right. more than that, we all have that same goal of wanting to do better for the planet and for our people. And in this, we can align and then think, I've noticed at least on that little bit of, compared to what you do, probably a little bit of research that we do with our clients, according to each company that we work with, it everyone I reach out to who I find and I'm excited about, they're so helpful. They're so willing to share materials, suppliers, knowledge. And it, it, that makes me really excited and optimistic about a future where I hope that we get together and, and just like support each other more because this, this isn't something that's a profit margin that's going to change your business versus someone else's. So you keep it a secret. We all want this to be easier. So I think seeing people sharing that knowledge and, their suppliers gets me really hopeful and excited. And then other than that, I think mushrooms are really cool. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm, I love seeing the materials that are being developed out of natural waste materials. I found, I think a fabric company made out of orange waste from orange juice and apple cores the other day. And yeah, lots of cool wow. packaging and leather made out of mushrooms. So anything in that realm gets me really excited. I just interviewed uh, literally 20 minutes ago, uh, a guy from a company called uh, Life Elements Incorporated, and they make, they use mycelium mushroom packaging. And awesome. It's, uh, and he sent me some of the material and it's really cool. Yeah. And it yeah, replaces really, styrofoam, which yeah. is awesome. That's really exciting. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, um, I'm very excited to talk about this. This is a service that you offer at your agency and it's a brand retreat. Can you walk us through how we can sign up for this? Because I don't even have an intention of starting a brand, but I want to do one of these things. <laughs> how does it work? <laughs> oh, you should definitely come. I think it was just our, our way of figuring out how to, how to, turn the demands of so many clients that want to do things faster and didn't like absolutely no time. And, and we certainly didn't want to revert back to agency habits where you just work people to death and like no weekends, no nothing. So we said, okay, we'll just make it fun. then. and we invite people to Kauai. We create this really beautiful and secluded setting that's super inspiring. And we go between like intensive collaborative work sessions to exploring this incredibly inspiring place. And I think as a creative, I've always believed that you can't, you can't keep creating from a place of like absolute exhaustion, like so many agency people do, right? You keep working and working and working and they expect you to come up with new innovative things and it just doesn't work like that. So we really go into this 
play versus work versus play. And it's, it's incredible to see what can come out in just three days of doing this, just by allowing ourselves to really dive deep. There's no distractions. There's nothing else. We're just really focused on one client. And it can be anything from like a problem they want to solve with us to a new brand that we can build in that amount of time. It's wild to see what, what can happen in this magical place. That's fascinating. So it could be, you could go surfing, you could go for hikes, you can, all yeah. the things that Kauai offers. What a brilliant idea. Thank you. What I'm looking of, forward to um, yeah. welcoming you for our next one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. So do you have, uh, is it one customer at a time or you have, can you have a couple? I think so. And it's like, it can be a couple of people, but I think it's one company or one problem yeah. at a time. Uh, at least we haven't figured out a group version of that yet. We can certainly do that, but it would be more of like a, a guided thing that's like self self solving the problem. <laughs> the way we do it at the moment is right. we do it for you, and you're obviously there as that collaborative partner knows everything about that problem or business. But it's very much like that's why it's so efficient to have us for these three days, and you get all these beautiful inspirational breaks. But it's also a lot of like that's how a lot of the thinking happens, right? Like I take it all in, I want to discuss it all, but then I want to walk away from it and go on a beautiful hike. And that's where all the good ideas come up. So yeah, we haven't quite figured out how to make it a group thing in the way we want from the quality standpoint that we are on right now. It sounds like it should stay like you have it. It sounds, that to me sounds ideal. You know, keep Yeah, it. it's been really great. It's been really great seeing how, like a lot of a lot of our clients, that founders are very much in the a type A brain of having to do all the things, right? So right. whisking them away from all that for a few days and allowing them to really immerse themselves into the idea of what their brand could look and feel like. And we're so much about values and big visions for something and missions for something that it's it's fascinating to see what emerges when you when you let people really experience that dreaming stage and that's like that break from reality for a moment. Well, and that's what the islands are, are so good at, I think, is, is pulling us back to what's really important. And that sounds yeah. ideal. And when it, when it comes to sustainability too, I think for me, just driving to the post office, I see these beautiful natural surroundings as a waterfall right next to the street, right? That just, that just a challenge for me to do better every day and, I feel like bringing clients here to see this. And I mean, the, the opposite happens all around the world. Like you see how devastating the natural, the, the climate has gotten, right? right. So we, we get the beautiful version of this where we see how beautiful it is and we want to preserve this and we want to do better than we have done for so many years. So I think our favorite kinds of clients are the ones who are with us in this, who want to like really break with how this category has been, has been doing things and are ready to say, this, this isn't right. We can do better. And right. it can be anything from a food to a leather, to a the perfume or whatever type of thing, service, or it is, it's just that attitude of, we want to do better now that we get really excited about. And that's, that's usually who we work with. <laughs> well, that sounds amazing. How do people sign up for this? How do, how do we get in touch with you? I mean, we, we have a free discovery call on our website. It's fanway.land. And I'm German, so I'm very honest and blunt sometimes, I guess. <laughs> so I, I usually take these discovery calls really to benefit whoever is signing up for them. And, and sometimes we might not be the right fit, and I'm happy to tell them about that and try to make the right recommendation. But I also really want to 
make sure that this 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 engagement would be a good fit for them and would be beneficial for them. So it's a it's a helpful conversation. It's half an hour and it, it's fun. And yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to just having a few of those and to see if this this makes sense or not. We we can talk about all kinds of photography and and other projects too but that that's probably the easiest way and then if not instagram we're at fernway.land that that's also always a a, a thing where we hang out way too much unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> well i think it's brilliant and i think i think you're going to start a movement where more branding agencies will do something like this it's really really smart so well done Thank I'd like to so like to thank Landsberg Aurora for sponsoring this podcast. And if you're listening, please take a second to make sure you're subscribed and uh, give us a rating. We appreciate it. Thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you, Corey. I appreciate it. It was fun. This episode is sponsored by Specrite, the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve. The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive Mr. Matthew Wright, helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging, innovation, and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specright.com backslash book. That's S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T dot com backslash book.